0: I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today. And now let's begin. I can't believe it's been almost two years since I've last hosted a live training. Well, consider this a manifestation because for the first time in almost two years, I'm hosting a live three-day money manifestation training called Cashflow. You can sign up for this free training at manifestationbabe.com slash cashflow. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash cashflow. We start May 15th and I can't wait to see you there. Hello, my beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Manifestation Bay podcast, and happy new year. It's 2024. I hope you're having an amazing start to the new year already. Today, I am diving into a question that I received in my podcast voicemail inbox, which I don't know if you knew that I did that, which I started very recently. Last week's episode was a podcast voicemail inbox question that I received. I've got to figure out a better name for it. Podcast voicemail inbox. It's such a mouthful. But anyway, we'll figure that out. And I am answering another question in today's episode. And because it's money season and the Manifestation Babe world, we are going to be answering a question around money, which is how you speak about money makes or breaks your bank account. So if you want to leave me a question to be featured, whether it's related to money for this month um, or however long money season lasts in the Manifestation Babe realm before I decide to talk about something different, um, or just any question related to any of the topics that I talk about. Whether that's manifestation, mindset, money, spirituality, whatever it is, I will leave that link for you in the show notes so that you can um, do that and we can co create an episode together. I do want to mention real quick I'm in a household filled with people right now. It's like people galore and you already know I have a baby, I have three dogs, I have my mom living with us, and I have my in-laws visiting. So if you hear any sounds during this episode, please forgive me. I am in my bedroom right now. I'm not yet in my office, and you can hear a lot on the other side. I told everyone to be as quiet as possible, but if you have a toddler, you'll already know how that goes. So <laughs> we're gonna do our best here. I didn't want to wait. I want to get this episode out there. I've been on a roll. I don't know if you noticed, but I've been on a roll with uh, releasing weekly episodes. I don't know how this happened, but I'm going to keep going with it. My goal is to release an episode per week every single week in 2024. I will, of course, always do what is most in alignment because I never want to give you my forced energy ever, ever, ever. Never going to give you my forced energy Always my genuine, authentic, like, I really want to do this energy. But as of right now, it's been really fun for me. And if I ever batch a couple episodes, I'll make sure to spread them out so they're an episode per week instead of my crazy, chaotic uploading schedule that you're probably all already used to. But we're just going to try something different. So, I did mention it's also money season in the Manifestation Babe world because I'm actually celebrating a new money course that I'm coming out with at the end of this month. So January 22nd, 2024. Oh my gosh! Have I been telling people 2023? I think in my mind it's still 2023, which actually, fun fact, it is as of me recording this episode. But I'm pretty sure I kept saying 2023 on Instagram <laughs> when teasing the program. <laughs> so it's January 22nd, 2024. I'm gonna put a wait list on um, in the show notes of this episode. So, that if you know that money is a world that you want to do a deep dive into with me and explore with me, so that you can create an entirely new financial reality, a new queendom of money in the new year, you can make sure to get on the wait list so that you don't miss a single update on the release of my program, Queen of Money, by uh, putting your name and email there. And then, as we have updates, as we have more, um, if we have an early release or a special pricing or anything like that, you will know all of the details by getting on that waitlist. Okay. All right. We're going to go ahead and
1: roll the question now. So let's dive in. Hi, Catherine. This is Aida speaking from Denmark. So uh, I just want to thank you so much for uh, making uh, your podcast. I am a recent uh, fan, but I'm also glad because then I have all the past podcasts to listen to. <laughs> so I am so ready to make 2024 uh, my quantum leap uh, year. I've just listened to your podcast about your quantum leap. And I would love for you to elaborate on the language of the money, because I feel like we all are aware that uh, the language we have about the money maybe is not that uh, optimal for us to manifest uh, the money we want in our life, but maybe some of us, and including myself, lack the um, correct uh, terminology and correct language to replace it with. So I'm just curious about this, replacing and making a new neural network working in our favor. I would love, love, love to hear some more uh, uh, elaboration uh, uh, on that one. And also, I really want to thank you for being you. I I love uh, how free you are and how uh, you speak directly to us. Thank you so much for everything. Love you. Hi, Ada. So that's a fantastic question. So it was in
0: 2017, when I was little old Catherine diving into her first NLP certification, when I heard a principle that I still carry with me to this day about the value of language. It sits very up high In my world of principles, which is language doesn't just describe reality, it defines reality. So, believe it or not, I've been diving even deeper into my language patterns lately. So after all these years of being a manifestation coach, I've gone even deeper into the realm of language, especially after being inspired lately by an author who consistently sends me her newest books every time she publishes them. I love her so much. It's great. I love it when people send me books. And this author's name is Danny Katz, and she teaches people all about how words carry frequencies and how our words program us to expect uh, to experience certain things that we say in our realities. And She's amazing. I just read her most recent book, The Language of Betterarchy. I'll link it in the show notes if you're curious about this, if you want to check this out. Um, But it's just helped me hone in even deeper and be like, okay, what else am I saying that's not in alignment with the world that I want to create? Because we often think that we are just describing what is, right? When I used to say, oh, I can't afford that. You know, I thought that I was just describing my financial reality to people who are inviting me to go to a dinner that maybe I didn't have the finances for, or a trip that was definitely out of my realm of things that I thought I could afford, or just buy something that doesn't currently feel in alignment with my current finances. I thought this whole time that I was just telling people like it is, not realizing that I'm actually just borrowing a phrase that I heard growing up from my family when they repeatedly said over and over and over again, my entire life, let me tell you one word, one phrase that I heard consistently when it came to money is we can't afford it. (laughs) We're not the type of people who can afford it. We're not rich people. We can't afford it. And I thought that I was just describing my reality as I, as I saw it, not realizing that I've been programming myself unknowingly from this historical use of the phrase, we can't afford it, or I can not afford it, to then expect to not afford the things that I want because I kept saying it. It's not that I was describing my reality. It was that I was creating a reality in which I could never afford anything because I kept using the words, I can't afford it. So I kept putting out this frequency into the ethers, into the energetic realm, into the spirit realm, into the quantum field, whatever you want to call it, to only attract more of the same of what I kept putting out there. And like I said, we are never just describing what is. We are literally casting spells with our mouths. We're casting spells with our minds, our thoughts, our beliefs our feelings, which of course become what we say out loud. So I speak about money very differently than the average person. And it's the reason why I've created a very different financial reality than what you will see the average person living. And it's not because I'm special. It's not because I'm more deserving. It's not because I'm different from anyone else or have some sort of uniqueness that's not available to anybody else. I just learned the rules of the universe. I learned how the game of life works. I learned the rules of the game. And those are the laws of the universe that we all know as like the law of attraction, the law of cause and effect, the law of synchronicity, the law of karma, the law of gender, the law of all these different laws, the law of polarity, uh, the law of vibration, right? I'm just trying to go down the list and just share as many examples as possible. Sometimes I don't even remember what they're all called, but I do teach them all. Um, And these are rules that I live by, that we all actually live by, and we can all learn how to live by them on purpose instead of just randomly living our life and creating some sort of random compilation of events. We can understand why we're creating what we're creating and then create it all on purpose. So here is how I speak about money. This is my overarching theme, okay? Everything falls under this umbrella. I speak about money as if it is a limitless or omnipresent resource that has no charge, so it's inherently neutral, doesn't have any meaning on its own. It is replenishable and available and accessible by all who want it. Let me say that again. I speak about money as if it is a limitless or omnipresent resource that has no charge, that is replenishable, that is available and accessible by all who want it. And I do not care Who believes the same? I don't care when people go, Catherine, that's not how money works, that's not how the world works, blah, 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 blah. Like I literally don't care how the world works or how the 3D reality rules are set up. I don't care who is the president. I don't care what stage of um stage our economy is in, whether or not there's a recession, because I know the root fucking cause. And the root cause is that our beliefs create our reality. Point blank end of story, end of period. Okay. Period, period, period. (laughs) And our collective money beliefs that have created the world we see today, the world as a collective has been created by our collective money beliefs. And because I don't like that reality for myself, I don't like that reality for you. I don't like that reality for the world. And each of our individual realities influence the collective reality. So I know that we all play a role in the collective reality. I want to make sure that I do my part in creating my very own unique individual reality that reflects the reality I want myself and everyone else to be living. And then teaching everyone who is open to learning how to create their own desired reality too so that we can create a new collective reality that can only be created when all of us understand the power of manifestation. So the people who are poo-pooing on manifestation and believing that we can't change things are fucking it all up for all of us. (laughs) Like, that's how important this is, you guys. The longer someone denies that we create a reality and just goes along with life and thinks that everything is the way that it is because it just is, the longer we will keep manifesting and repeating the bullshit patterns that have been programmed into the collective for thousands upon thousands of years, okay? And I ain't cool with that. I want an abundant financial reality for all. I don't want a single soul struggling or suffering with a lack or scarcity consciousness. And so with my work, I teach people how to create their own amazing individual realities because I know that all of them together impact the collective. And it's not until every single person on this planet knows how to create their own individual reality in the way that they want it to be, in the way that is desired, in the way that is for the highest good of all involved, that we change the collective. But this is like a totally, whoa, side note. (laughs) Let's not get sidetracked. Let me get off my soapbox of why I'm so passionate about my work and why I just don't care what the economy is fucking doing. I really don't care because I know who influences the economy. We do. We do. We influence everything, you guys. So anyway, let me just go back to what I'm in control of, which is whoever, you know, me sharing my message and then you listening to my message and that's all I can control. So money is simply a physical representation of energy or value that we assign to the things and experiences that we exchange it for. So money in itself, this piece of paper that we're looking at, these ones and zeros in a bank account. On a website, right? A web page that just says bankofamerica.com or chase.com or whatever, right? It's not good or bad. <laughs> There's no, it doesn't have its own brain. Okay. Money doesn't have its own morals and judgments. It doesn't care if you're a good person or a bad person, it doesn't care if you're worthy of it or not worthy of it or how much you believe you deserve it. It simply flows in the direction of which it is welcomed. Okay, let me repeat that one more time. Do you get that? Money flows in the direction of which it is most welcomed, aka received. So changing your language around money is one way in which you can welcome money, in which you can literally speak yourself into wealth. So here are some phrases, because you. I want to give you tangible examples. Here are some phrases that you will never, ever hear me say, ever, 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 when it comes to money, and then what I choose to say instead. So the primary example that I want to go with here, the very first one is one that I've already kind of talked about, which is, I can't afford that, right? So instead of saying, I can't afford that, I will always say, wow. I can't wait to have that someday soon. Or that doesn't align with my current financial priorities. Notice I don't say budget. I never fucking say the word budget. <laughs> I just hate that word. That doesn't align with my current financial priorities, but it is definitely something on my manifestation list to be experienced soon. So I always speak in the sense that I can afford fucking everything. It's just a matter of time and manifestation. That's if I desire it, right? I have this joke of like, I don't give a shit about land um, lawn mowers, but there's or tractors or gardening supplies, but there's people who do and they want to manifest the best fucking gardening supplies ever, and I just don't have the same desire, right? So for me, I'm not going to be like, I can't wait to afford the next greatest tractor <laughs> model of tractor. No. <laughs> But I'm not going to speak in the sense of never being able to afford it, you know, afford the things that I really want. Okay. So when it comes to something I really want, I say, you know what, it's just not in alignment with my current financial priorities, but it is definitely something on my manifestation list to be, it to be experienced soon. Or, wow, I can't wait to experience that someday soon. Like when Brennan and I see private jets landing in the Scottsdale airport because we can see them in the distance, I literally see myself already on that plane. I'm like, oh my God, can't wait, can't wait, can't wait, can't wait to just have a 10-minute drive to the airport, get on a plane, go anywhere in the world from a private jet. Like I'm never looking at it. It's like, uh, I wish I could do that. Oh, uh, that person's so rich. Oh my God, what a horrible person. God, they think they're so great. Me, 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 me. I mean, I can go on forever (laughs) with that voice, but I'm going to spare it for you. Like, typically people separate themselves from money. I do not separate myself from money. I am fucking money. Money is me. Okay, it's all one. We're all just energy. So, by keeping myself open, I keep the energetic flow of money going into my bank account instead of shutting it off and creating a reality in which I can't buy the things or experiences that I want. Now, another word you'll never hear me say is the word expensive. That just does not exist in my vocabulary. And I have this joke in my family when someone says that's so expensive or it's too expensive or whatever, I go, I'm sorry, I don't know that word. Can you clarify? So instead of limiting myself and limiting my financial capacity and my financial abilities by just creating what is already so abstract and so, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like, okay, forget the word. Don't worry about it. Um, I'll just say, wow, that's a premium price point. Like I like to use the word premium or luxury, right? Or overvalued sometimes, because genuinely, I just don't value that thing and that price. That doesn't mean I'm going to limit myself and limit my financial c- capacity and capabilities um, by saying that's too expensive, because I'm, I'm literally, it's another way of saying I can't afford it. When I want to say, yeah, I can afford it, I just don't value it at that number. But if I did really want it, I would totally buy it for a hundred bucks, like, wow, $1,000 for that jacket. It's a really premium price point. I'm not sure I value it at that number, but if I did really want it, I would totally buy it for a hundred bucks. <laughs> and you know what that does? Not only do I not limit fi- my financial abilities by excluding myself from a price point, I actually open myself to p- the possibility of manifesting it at a lower price point if I still wanted it. So there's amazing things that com- can come out of just the way that you word things. So notice how in language, you can stay within a quote unquote budget, right? I do have financial alignment plans. My husband and I talk about them all the time. We know exactly what we are in alignment with spending money on and what we're in alignment with investing and what we're in alignment with not buying for the sake of investing for the future. But we don't ever, 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 ever limit ourselves in the way that we speak about it. Does that make sense? That's the difference. It's not like, I can afford everything, so I'm going to go out there and buy it. No. <laughs> you don't want to put yourself in a worse off financial position by putting yourself into a debt that feels icky to you, even though there's ways you can reframe debt. And I believe that sometimes debt is useful, but let's say this is a debt that isn't useful, can be avoided, Like shouldn't be happening. Um, It's about how you speak about things. This is how you can create massive amounts of wealth in just your language alone without actually going out and buying the thing right now. So instead of using, here's another good one, instead of using traditional meanings, which by the way, if you hear a lawnmower behind me somewhere, speaking of gardening tools, I guess the gardeners are here (laughs) somewhere in my yard. I apologize if you can hear the the humming, but we're just going to keep on going. So instead of using traditional meanings behind certain bank accounts, like a savings account, you know, people say the word savings account or emergency fund, which I can't even, don't even get me started on the word emergency fund. I consider everything an investment account. Okay. It might not all have the purpose of being an investment, like a traditional investment, like ETFs or crypto or real estate or whatever it is. But I consider everything an investment account. Everything in my life is an investment. Okay. That's how I reframe everything. So it could be I could be using a savings account like a savings account. I could be using another account like a quote unquote emergency fund, but I'll never fucking call it that. And I'll never put the energy behind it. Okay. Because what that does is it only attracts more reasons to save and more emergencies to pay for. So it's not a savings account. It's a future self fund. It's not debt. It's me thanking my past self for investing in herself to the best of her ability and replenishing her energy. Okay. I don't think as debt as a shameful thing and, oh my God, I just woe is me and, I don't create stories around it. I reframe everything into the most empowering way that I can phrase it, the most empowering way that I can look at it because everything is perception. Reality is only our perception. So if you change your perception, you change your reality. So thank you, past self, for investing in yourself to the best of your ability. Maybe I don't agree with your decisions now. (laughs) Present Catherine does not agree with past Catherine sometimes, but you know what? At some point, that was present Catherine, and she was doing the best she could with the resources that she had. She was investing in herself to the best of her ability, and now I'm just replenishing that energy for her because I'm grateful for her. I might not agree, but I'm still grateful for her because it's still an aspect of myself, and if I have any shame or guilt or anger around that, then I have shame, guilt, and anger towards myself right now. Now, it's not an emergency fund. It's an opportunity fund. Okay, So switch the language around what you name your accounts because everything has to be rooted in the language of growth, prosperity, abundance, and opportunity. Nothing in my financial world is rooted in the preparedness of an emergency, the preparedness of poverty and mishaps, or financial scarcity. Because the energy in which you do something determines its outcome. So if you're approaching your financial planning from the energy of the fear that you might lose money, then guess what? I could save every penny I make and be so financially 3D world, quintessential, traditionally smart. Okay. I'm a saver. I'm going to save every penny I make. And then because I'm coming from this fear of losing money, guess what? I will absolutely manifest a financial loss. Because the energy in which I approach those accounts determine their outcomes, so even if I saved a million dollars, guess what million dollar emergency, a million dollar problem right something's going to happen because that's the energy in which I created that so of course, the outcome is going to reflect that reality now, the word if in my when it comes to anything in life, not just money, a lot of this has you know can easily go beyond money. The word "if doesn 't exist for me it 's a matter of when I always speak in when, not if I become a millionaire, if I sign up x amount of people in my program, if my business takes off, never an if always a when when i 'm a millionaire, when I sign up x amount of people when my business takes off, and just because we uh, you know the holidays are fresh in our minds. A lot of people ask. Well, I have all these relatives or around the holidays or birthdays or whatever, asking me questions about how my business is going. Well, this is what I did. This is how I answered. And they go, "Oh, Catherine, how's your business going?" Even though there's like nothing really happening, or <laughs> we're in a we're in a place where there's not much to show for it, right? I would just answer them. It's growing. Thanks for asking. Yeah, it's growing. It's it's growing, right? I don't have to say it's doing amazing. I'm already a millionaire. Blah 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 it's just growing. Thanks for asking because that's what I want. That's the energy that feels the most truthful to me because it's not about lying, right? It's about being truthful or just being in alignment with how you say it. And what always felt in alignment for me is it's growing. Thanks for asking. And if they would pry more details out of me that I wasn't ready to share yet, I would just say, you know what? And I believe in this. Uh, If you're a manifestation reset student of mine, you'll know that episode 10 is about protecting the energy of the manifestation. So I would say, you know what? I'm protecting the energy of some projects that I have going on, but I can't wait to share when I'm in a place to share. Like when all things are said and done, I will absolutely update you. Thanks so much for being so interested in what I have going on in my life. But right now I'm protecting the energy of some of my projects. So that way you don't have to go into it, right? Um, The word can't does not exist in my vocabulary, period. It's always, how can I? If I really wanted to, how could I? It's always a not yet, right? So I'm always speaking as the, the, the word inevitable comes to me. Like my success is inevitable. How can I speak about everything in my life as if my success in every single area of my life is inevitable. The words hope and wish doesn't exist. It's always when. like, I hope it works out or I wish it would work out. Nah, how can we make it work out? (laughs) How can we manifest it? When is it going to work out, right? It's a matter of when this thing works out. Now, this one that I'll leave you with, this last one, I'll expand on it just a little bit more is this one's less commonly talked about in the money manifestation world. I didn't learn this until I entered a rapid resolution therapy universe, um, which I'm obsessed with. I never say the word need anymore when it comes to anything I'm manifesting, but particularly money. So saying things like, I need X amount of dollars, or we need this launch to be successful, or we need to hit the sales goal. Because here's what need does to the unconscious mind. Need is synonymous to needing air or food or water to the nervous system. The unconscious mind only knows need as basic survival requirements. And when basic survival requirements aren't being met, the emergency button gets pressed in the nervous system that activates fight or flight to make sure the need gets met. So you'll never know need as much as someone putting their hand over your nose and mouth and then you have this inability to breathe and you know how that feels. If you've ever held your breath at about the minute mark, you're dying, literally dying for air. And so that's the emergency button that gets pushed where you will do anything in your power to get that oxygen in. So this is a great mechanism for survival. For the sake of being alive, this is an excellent mechanism. This mechanism is not that great with manifestation because an activated nervous system creates a tunneling effect. And with this tunneling effect, you stop seeing clearly until you get your oxygen. Like everything pauses until you get your oxygen. There's no thinking about what you're going to have for lunch tomorrow. There's no thinking about what you're going to do when you get home if you don't have oxygen. You you just, you're focused only on that. And an activated uh, nervous system will shut down your ability to see solutions to access creativity, to access intuition, to access logic, to access strategy, and all of these things that don't you think would be so fantastic in a manifestation scenario? You know, to manifest, you need the all-seeing peripheral vision. You want to see solutions. You want to see every single angle, all the opportunities. You want to think creatively. You want to listen to your intuition. You want to be strategic with your decision-making to make sure that it's in alignment with your future self. If you keep telling yourself over and over and over again, I need X amount of dollars, what you're doing is you're activating your nervous system and you're actually shutting down the manifestation process. So, and you think you're just, well, I'm just focusing on the money. It's part of the manifestation process, me focusing on the money, but you just need to understand how the mind works. And when you understand how the mind works, you understand that all blood is now being drained from your mind, from your brain. And now fueling your legs so you can run super fast or your jaw so you can bite down really hard, fight or flight, but you don't actually have access to the brain anymore. You don't have access to mind. You don't have access to the things that are actually going to help you manifest that money, (laughs) right? Intuition is number one. Creativity. Creativity is how money flows to me. Because I have access to infinite creativity, I have infinite access to the value that I can add to the world through my creativity, and that creates infinite amounts of money. So, money to me is always a bonus energy. I want it. I don't fucking need it. I desire it. It's interesting to me, but I'm okay either way, which will sound a little strange because obviously I know I'm not fucking delusional. I know that money is necessary to our survival. Actually, in the 3D physical world that we live in today, this is how we buy food, right? This is how we buy certain things that helps us survive. The thing is though, you guys, is you have to go beyond your normal ways of thinking about it. Because yes, that's true. But also it's true that if you put yourself into fight or flight, you won't be a magnetic match to solution thinking, solution-oriented thinking. So the thing is, is that you need to trick your brain into seeing it as bonus energy. Because with bonus energy comes relaxation, comes intuition, comes solutions to manifest more of it. I have a very strong relationship with God. I have a very strong relationship with the universe. I know that God, source, universe, infinite intelligence, whatever you want to call it, is the source of my money. And that is an infinite energy that I infinitely have access to. And I will be taken care of no matter what. And I have so much appreciation, so much gratitude for all of my needs being met. So you have to start, you have to start tricking your brain by no longer looking at it as a, as a need, no longer using the word need or feeling the word need. Instead, it's a bonus it's something you appreciate, something you're grateful for. It's something that you get to have because it is your birthright to have, right? It's not a need for survival. I know it's a little backwards thinking, but you just have to like with all things. You can't think like the average person. You can't think like the way that you were taught in childhood. You can't think like the way that you were taught in schools or in colleges even to create energetic or just to create success in the terms of manifesting success, a lot of it is backwards thinking. I don't think conventionally. That's why I don't live a conventional life. And something tells me that you don't want to live a conventional life either. And that's why you're coming here to learn how to think unconventionally. Okay? So Ada, I hope this was helpful. I'm going to leave you here for now with this as the episode. Now, If you want to submit another question or anyone else who's listening wants to submit your own question for the podcast, I'm going to drop that link in the show notes and then get yourself on the Queen of Money waitlist, which is my brand new money energetics and money manifestation program to help you create the financial queendom of your wildest dreams. You can find that link, that waitlist in the show notes, more details, more fun stuff to come around it soon. But for now, because my team is still off and I wanted to get an episode out there, I know we have this waitlist that exists so I want to make sure it um, is up in the show notes and with that being said I love you all so much it is money season in the manifestation world manifestation babe world um so I will bring you more episodes around money because I know that these are always the most popular you guys love these episodes so um, I can't wait to bring more all right have a happy first day every new year happy 2024 I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at Manifestation Babe or visiting my website at manifestationbabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode.